Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K-Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. You can go to audioapesmusic.com. That's our website. When you get there, you'll be prompted to sign up for our newsletter. Please do so. It's a good way to keep in touch with us and stay on track with everything that we have coming out, which it's a lot. We have music coming out. We have videos coming out. We have merchandise on the website, so you can go to the merchandise tab. Our t-shirts are for sale. It's a good way to support, and they look pretty awesome. Dope-ass t-shirts. You can follow us on Twitter at Audio Apes, and you can follow us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes. Audio Apes is the music. Hanging With Apes is the podcast. In today's episode, we're going to go over the phone call that took place between President Trump and Maisha Johnson, the gold star widow uh, whose husband was killed in Niger, Niger. They've been saying it all different kind of ways, but yeah, her husband was killed. Phone call took place. It's being politicized. We're going to look into that. We're going to talk a little bit about the NBA and our opening impressions of the season so far. And then we're going to talk about justice for Janet. It was recently announced that Justin Timberlake will be uh, performing at the Super Bowl halftime show, and there were people not pleased with it. So, have you kept up with uh, this situation with the Gold Star Widow, Maisha Johnson, and President Trump, and the phone call, and supposedly him telling her very cold-heartedly that uh, <laughs> her husband signed up for that, and... it. it, it this thing has become so politicized. Even yeah. that, it's like, wh- where does it end, you know? Yeah, um, that's the thing with with uh, this situation because uh, I don't know exactly what was said and we don't have the whole transcript of what was said. And I hate ever, like, you know, looking at a sentence and then judging off of that because things look, really bad when you just get like a certain sentence and you you don't look at it for you know yeah that it's part of you know you the can context. make anything look bad if you take it out of context yeah and and something like uh you know he knows what he signed up for could be uh oh well you know he's a real courageous man he gave up his life he knew what he signed up for and you know obviously he paid the ultimate price and you know you see what i'm saying so that at that point that doesn't sound bad or did he say it which i highly doubt would be you know yeah well you know he got killed he knew what he signed up for though so it is what it is which is what it seems that that everyone is moving towards when it comes to the media um which just doesn't even seem like something that any president would say now it's important to to note and i i would never want to seem like i'm disregarding the the grief and the sadness of a gold star widow. And and I'm not, I'm not disregarding it by any means, but it is an important detail to note that Frederica Wilson, the Congresswoman that sort of politicized and blew this whole thing up. The one with all the fancy hats. Yeah. She is a longtime friend of that family. So, it's sort of safe to assume that that family has political leanings. And if you have political leanings, you can kind of assume that 
they are going to be somewhat biased towards the president. If you're biased against somebody or towards somebody, you're, you're going to just naturally interpret things on the negative side of the spectrum. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If, mm-hmm. if, there's, if there's room to do so. It's just like, you know, uh, uh, arch nemesis at, at a job or at, a, at school or, or, or somebody you, you naturally differ with or don't get along with. You're naturally bound to see things differently. So if they say something and maybe it's not 100% clear or with 100% uh, certainty as, as to what the message that they're trying to convey you could fall into that misunderstanding. And if you're biased, I mean, you're going to, you're going to look at it negative. You're not going to give that person the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Yeah. And then even when she was talking about it, she said that, uh, that, uh, that she was angry at the tone of his voice. So again, it goes to the whole, well, I, I, why would anyone like talk in a very, you know, in a bad way? Yeah. In an aggressive tone, in an aggressive tone, so that it just doesn't seem like, you know, it seems more like you're just looking at it that way, than than the other one where she said that it seemed that he forgot. She didn't say he forgot. She said, oh, it seemed like he forgot. Well, what does that mean? It seems like d- did he or did he not forget? You know, because sometimes even when we're doing the show right here, podcast, and we'll talk, and then it's like we're thinking about so many things that we might be like, uh, uh, you know. Uh, what, what was I going to say? You know, that, well, that doesn't mean I don't know what I was going to say. That just means that, you know, there's a lot of things going on. Uh, I don't know where he called from. I don't know who was around him. So these are things that all all which do not point specifically or, or uh, you know, it, it doesn't seem that it's 100%. Whatever she's saying, it's, it's, it's all a matter of perception, it, it, it looks like. I'm not saying that 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 uh you know she's a liar or anything like that. I'm just saying that it, it seems more like the way she was you know taking it. Also, the fact that you know your husband has been killed. You know, obviously right. you're not happy about that already. So there's really no happy you know thoughts in your head. I wouldn't even be able to imagine if something like that happened to me. You know, so so obviously that's not to discredit how she's feeling or or anything like that, but. It's just one of those things that I, I, I don't ever like to take something like that, especially when everything added on to that, like everything that he does, everything that he says, everything that happens, it's always like, oh, it's bad. This is this is bad. That's bad. This is bad. You know, he it doesn't seem to ever have a fair shake, which is funny because um, President Carter, Jimmy Carter, I don't know if you saw what he said about about Trump. Uh, where he's saying that he's like the most, uh, yeah, you know, like unfairly criticized president that he's ever seen in his lifetime. That, that's surprising hearing from Jimmy Carter. From Jimmy Carter, yeah, and and it's one of those things that that also is 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 something that you have to take into account. Like, I think people aren't buying. I I think also Jimmy Carter's words about President Trump and the criticism that he's receiving sort of serves as a warning to the Democratic Party. Like, listen, if you guys keep criticizing this man and focus on these criticisms, you're not going to prepare and be ready for 2018. 
for for the 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 Congress votes. You're not going to be ready for 2020, and you're going to just keep banking off of okay. Well, let's criticize. Let's criticize. Let's criticize. Criticism clearly hasn't worked so far because there's all of these things that we've talked about before. These these sort of culture victories that that you're seeing the president get yeah i yeah. mean look at look at the 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 national the the national anthem protests from the from the nfl yeah the the numbers the ratings have dropped dramatically a lot less players are are protesting there's still some that are but a lot less of them are and the only reason those ones are is because roger goodell and the owners didn't really even come to uh, uh, a, a final decision when they met, which it just makes me wonder what was that whole meeting about anyway? Really? Yeah. Like if you're not like, it's like, Oh, and then Roger, Goodell, Oh, we didn't talk about that. You could tell what it is with Roger Goodell is he doesn't know right now how to navigate what will happen. Yeah. And, and, and he's such a, 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 a PC kind of guy. That's like oh, I don't want to offend nobody, so I gotta. Uh, I'm like, just gonna just. I'm just gonna stay in place, you know, and like wobble and just gyrate and yeah. move around and yeah. look very confused, but accepting of everyone's thoughts. Exactly, and, and then <laughs> and then it was funny. It, it was so funny to me because when the reporters were asking him questions, he kept reverting to the word communities. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. He's like, yeah, well, really, what this is about. Is a we have a lot of you know stand up great players that that wanted that are are concerned with what's going on with in their communities, and this affects all of us and our communities. Like it was just uh, like kept reverting to communities, communities, communities. Yeah. Nothing, nothing solid. It was so vague, and it's just something that is like yeah. So pretty much what you're saying is nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna change. If yeah. I was a reporter, that I would have I would have asked that like yeah. so. Uh, Commissioner Goodell, essentially what you're saying is nothing's going to change. Nothing got accomplished. This meeting was a big waste of time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I wouldn't say that because we're addressing issues in our communities. (laughs) Oh, all right. He's fucking... Yeah, but that guy's a political hack anyway. So, shit, not even the NFL players like him. Anyone. Like, even NFL fans don't like him. But, uh, but, but yeah, that's it. It's hard really to be liked when you're too political like that. And like, you don't take a stand and mm-hmm. and pick a side because like now nobody likes you. That's sort of like what, what, uh, happened with our mayor, Rahm Emanuel. Yeah. There's so many issues in the city where he's sort of been, oh, I don't want to make anybody mad type of guy. Yeah. He's been yeah. that guy that like no, now nobody fucks with him. Yeah, just his, the only people that fuck with him is his machine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But otherwise, like you'd be hard pressed to come across anybody in the city of Chicago that likes Rahm Emanuel. And believe me, I've tried. I you, you I I'm I'm out there in the streets. I talk to people from all different walks of life, and I've never come across somebody that thought Rahm Emanuel <laughs> was doing a good job. Do you like him? Do you like? Him? <laughs> Do you like him? No, no, no. Yeah, no. I, I've. That's surprising. Cause because even even daily, yeah. even Richard Daly, I came across people that yeah. like daily. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, not a lot. Come on, Chewy should not have been that close. Chewy Garcia should not have been that close to beating Rahm Emanuel. That's just like what? Yeah, <laughs> dude almost beat him. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, well, that's why a guy named Chewy. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's why the whole that's well. Remember they had the runoff election. Yeah, because it it was so close, and during that time. 
that was the time that the Laquan McDonald thing would have came out had not that fam Laquan McDonald's family been paid five million dollars. So yeah. if you ever want to know, folks, how much it costs you to become the mayor of Chicago, the answer is five million dollars. Yep. That's that's the answer right there. Five mil, baby. If not, you, you know, you might be close losing to a guy named Chewy. Can you live with yourself that that you might have lost to a guy named Chewy? If you would have lost, how would you feel that a guy named after a candy bar almost <laughs> beat you? <laughs> so it's definitely, definitely just, just cr- crazy. Like I said, that Jimmy Carter said that, but I do think it serves as a warning to the Democratic Party that, yeah, you got to kind of stop criticizing this yeah. dude and start focusing on on real issues or it's going to be another another sweep. Now going back on the uh, on that attack to uh it was uh four four soldiers that were killed and like I think two injured and it was uh, an ambush by ISIS. Um and it's it, what what they're saying in the news is that the families aren't very happy with the details. There haven't been many details. Um which I don't know. I don't know how one goes about talking to family members about classified information too. You can't just be like, oh yeah, well, you know, they went here and this is what happened. We don't, uh, especially if you're not, you, you weren't there too. Like when you're getting briefed on all that stuff. So, you know, that, that stuff will start developing and, and, and they're saying, you know, that one thing happened and now another thing happened and we got to see how, how that pulls through. But, but one thing is this, you know, going back to the whole, the 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 phone call um it's hard because it seems just too politicized and like you're saying when you start politicizing every single thing uh and 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 you just want to come after somebody it's going to be it's going to get old and once it looks old you're it's, you're going to be you're hard pressed to be able to change people's minds about you so come 2018 come 2020 and you see the same results don't be surprised because you, it's just an onslaught attack. So what you're doing is like, you're not giving time to just kind of like work with this guy. And by this guy, I mean Donald Trump, the president of the United States. Um, and, and see what you could do and then criticize him when, you know, when it's appropriate or just criticize him for everything. Cause once you start criticizing for everything, when it is appropriate to criticize him, you're just going to lose all credibility. Yeah. And, and, uh, and that's the thing, and, and you're starting to see some certain certain uh, Democratic uh, um, co- Congress people working with Donald Trump a little bit more, you know, like um, what's uh, uh, what's uh, Schumer, what's uh, the the dude's name? Fuck, Chuck it, Schumer. Yeah, Chuck Schumer. I've seen him kind of like fall back a little bit because even uh, on Sunday, because uh, you know on Sunday on MS on uh, MSNBC they usually have the like the round table with, mm-hmm. um, you know, a couple of politicians here and there and, and, uh, they'll be talking or whatever. And even him, it's like, he's starting to talk a little bit more like, yeah, you know, well, I don't want to change my mind on this, but you know, I think, you know, the president obviously cares about the DACA uh, kids and he wants to work with, you know, so I'm willing to work with that sounds better because it gives you more credibility. Like you're obviously trying to work to find middle ground. And also as, uh, establishment politician who's reliant upon being a politician yeah you sort of have to be 
a chameleon like that where you 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 know how to bob and weave with the times because times change and if you don't change you get eradicated and and so i think he's like taking a look towards the future as like yeah you know what this trump train is in full effect so i better i better play my role because He's out, he's even trying it's to like work this. with his healthcare like, shit. Like, like right now, like right now, a lot of people are likening the Trump tax breaks and tax cuts to to Reagan esque tax cuts. Yeah. And the one thing that history has told us about the Reagan tax cuts is, is that it worked wonders for the country. That's and like that, you pretty much get every economist saying that. Like you'd yeah, be yeah. hard pressed to find one that doesn't say that. Now. <laughs> During the Reagan era, now they'll say what the reason is is different reasons. It's the ones that may not want to give you know the Reagan tax cuts the credit, but during that time frame, it worked wonders for the American economy, which we're already seeing like good things happen in the economy now. So you have on one end, you have Nancy Pelosi saying um, on one of those Sunday political shows that 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 the the Trump tax plan is armageddon that's what she called it like literally she called it armageddon who nancy pelosi jesus and so what okay if this if this works if this works and 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 the american people are satisfied with it in 2018 and 2020 that's a statement that you can't back out of it's like no bitch listen you were against our pockets getting fatter. Yeah. Remember like that Sunday, that early Sunday morning, the Lord's day, like you were against, you were against our pockets getting fatter. We're going to remember this. You know what I'm saying? And then, yeah, yeah. and then what do you have to, what do you have to go off of? Yeah, yeah. Because right now, the only democratic superstars, well, I don't even know if you want to call them superstars, but the only ones that are, seem like they're on the horizon to, to, to run against, against Trump, is Bernie Sanders, who who I think, for the most part, people, uh, uh, with the exception of college students, yeah. But otherwise, for the most part, people know that like it would be like an economic disaster. Yeah. Cory Booker, Elizabeth Warren, and Kamala Harris, who are all just identity politics. That's all they yeah, are. Yeah. Like they're nothing more than identity politics. None of them have a fucking chance. And then and then and then Nancy Pelosi, who you know what I'm saying, some days she wants to work with Trump, some days his shit is Armageddon. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy how time flies. And and, and then and so now, like you said, you see yeah. you have Chuck Schumer, so he's probably seeing all of this yeah. and he's like, Man, you know what? Like, yeah, I better start playing my role now yeah. because these motherfuckers are, are gonna bring this democratic thing to the ground. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and even looking at this, like what you're what you're talking about, it's crazy because I remember when we were sitting down talking about how the Republican Party is like so like old and like needs to be revamped, and we you and I talked yeah. about that. I remember we had that conversation on the phone after the McCain Obama election. Yeah. We, we we talked about that yeah. because we were both we were up, we, it, it was it was a sad day. <laughs> yeah, and then even more so uh, when when uh, he went against Mitt Romney, it was like wow. So you guys are just not even going to try. Yeah, but but with, Mitt with, with, with exactly Mitt Romney we, though, yeah. with with Mitt Romney, 
you started to see the resurgence. Like, like you did. because be, because you had you had um you had Chris Christie, he was he was the you know rising. You had Bobby Jindal, he was rising. Yeah. So you started to see the change with like with Mitt Romney. To, at least for me, it wasn't as dark a time. At, like in terms of of the future, it it was a dark time in terms yeah. of damn like another four years of Obama. Yeah. This hasn't like fared too well so far. And 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 really, policy wise, Obama has always been very clear cut policy wise. Like I, yeah. So nothing policy wise really surprised me too much about Obama. But what happened with with Mitt Romney? What I started to feel was like very detrimental. Was culturally things started getting real ugly. You started seeing, oh yeah. Uh. Uh. uh Blame white privilege. Like, I mean, Obama wasn't saying this, but yeah. like the, the sort of the, the culture that started to develop was yeah. that. And, and then and I Romney was this white. Remember, people were saying that he was a white supremacist. Yeah. And, and, and then I started I started like getting scared for for, you know, our people falling into that shit. Like, because if you fall into that, you're not going to. You right there, you automatically have a scapegoat for for your lack of success. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then that's scary because now it's like you're not gonna work as hard because it's like oh you'll always have this scapegoat and that's a very that's a very dangerous thing. And then there's a lot of there's a lot of people that theorize that that's that's a tactic to sort of destroy the country from within. Yeah. Just tell people hey you're a victim you're a victim you're a victim. They stop trying as hard. They start believing that they're a victim. And uh, before long, they really are a victim. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's funny how like uh, really a lot of countries, uh, and mainly you'll see it in like uh, England and uh, and the United States intersectionality and how it's affected like politics today, and how how the current climate is due to that really because like some of the shit that I hear from from people. Uh, you know, you see, you see today's climate and how extreme it is. Uh, a lot, really, from the left, that they become so extreme. It's like you can't even argue logical points, yeah, with people because they'll they'll blame it on stuff, on all these like uh, fucking, really like boogeymen. <laughs> you know, like white privilege and well, 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 it's, male privilege. It, it's funny you say this that because that, 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 that's, that coincides with, with what we were going to talk about next with the whole justice for Janet hashtag. So um, during, during Sunday Night Football, uh, Justin Timberlake had an interview. And on there, he was talking about being selected to do the uh, Super Bowl halftime show. <clears throat> now, you know, everybody knows Justin Timberlake. He's a great performer. And he's one of those guys. He's like a a Bruno Mars. He's a it's a safe performer. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. you don't you don't have to worry about too much controversy with Justin Timberlake. Even though there have been times where people try to dr- draw Justin Timberlake into controversy. And I feel bad for the guy because yeah. it's like, hey <laughs> man, I'm just I'm just trying to make some music here, <laughs> but but they. they I don't, remember he had tweeted something. Yeah. Okay. It was. It, this it, was a while it back. Was, I don't know. Yeah. It was uh, during 
I, I want to say the BET Awards were, were uh, Jesse Williams, the actor, was talking about, you know, the whole police brutality. It pretty much what Colin Kaepernick is, uh, is, is pro, what, or was protesting because yeah. he ain't in the mix no more. But essentially, Jesse Williams was, was uh, uh, saying the same thing about police brutality and, and you got police on payroll that, that have murdered and all of that. Like, not taking into account any facts, any data, any statistics, any, any, anything legal, just, just spewage, spewage of the mouth. And so Justin Timberlake, no, Justin yeah. Timberlake tweeted at him on some, hey, you know, much love, respect, right? Yeah. It might have been the Golden Globes, I think. Was it the Golden It might have been. One of those award shows. It, it might have been. Like, it's all the, the same fucking spiel. same. Yeah. Um, well, but anyway, mm-hmm. but anyway, so it, it, Justin Timberlake uh, was tweeted something al- uh, along the lines of, like, just mad love and support for Jesse Williams, right? Yeah. And and, then, and and it's funny because every time a motherfucker gets on that white guilt shit, like, oh, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't identify with it at all, but I love it. I love what you're saying. They fucking... So much guilt. I have it. They they fucking get eaten up by by people. Like, people, yeah. like, turn on them. So, anyway, that's when... That's when um, uh, people started hitting him with the cultural appropriation. And now he's performed black music his whole life and, and got famous and, off of it. And and Mr. Mr. Elvis and all this stuff, all this stuff. So it, like he he ended up leaving it alone. It and 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 it was it was it was sad because they. So he got punched. He's like, oh please, yeah, and then just disappeared. And and, and so now into a dark alley. So now with the, with this uh, hashtag justice for Janet. After it was announced, you know, and he's all happy and excited about it. During the interview, they brought up the the situation years ago when he performed at the Super Bowl halftime show with Janet Jackson, and the titty, the titty came out, and Chris Rock has great bits about the titty. He's like, "There's a titty on a Sunday afternoon." He's like, that's, "He's like, that's your man's titty. That ain't community titty." <laughs> like Chris Rock, like just took that situation and and he he turned it into gold. Well, anyway, come on, titty. Anyway. There are people out there that became very upset at the fact that Justin Timberlake is getting the halftime show. And I guess they expected for Janet Jackson to also get the halftime show. So there you have justice for Janet. And if you go to Twitter right now and you put in hashtag justice for Janet, you're going to see a bunch of people tweeting. It's just like the most totally illogical shit that you can imagine. Like Justin Timberlake hasn't been very relevant lately, but he has made relevant music in the last year, year and a half. Where the fuck has Janet Jackson been? Like, why would you even think that that's logical to say that like Janet is being served an injustice? When was the last time Janet Jackson was irrelevant to, yeah. to other than her core fan base? Because I I know like she still does tours. Like my ma- my mom's a big Janet Jackson fan. But if my mom goes to like a Janet Jackson concert, it's old songs that she's doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's doing it. Ain't like nothing new. So like how how is that an injustice to 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 Janet? I I don't know. Was he was she in line to 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 try and perform anyway? It was this even like because because even then he would win that 
You know what I'm saying? Just like I, I would say if it was him, Bruno Mars, Janet Jackson, and fucking Beyonce, I'd probably either give it to Beyonce or Bruno Mars because they're the most relevant. Like like this is this is uh this is a tweet from somebody. NFL, you honestly think you could sneak Justin Timberlake in and still ban Janet Jackson? F you. So I, I don't know if she's banned for, for the titty. That titty was out. But regardless, <laughs> regardless, like, <laughs> like, like yeah. what, what does what does Justin Timberlake getting the gig have to do with Janet with Janet Jackson? And and this is the problem. Yeah, it's like if you're a person that you live your life for, like this kind of thing upsets you. Like, how do you navigate through the world? It's like little kids. If I had two little kids and they were like that, man, I'll smack them upside the head. Hey, man, you better get fucking straight real fucking fast. Don't be worried about the next guy. Be worried about you. All right? You know what I'm saying? Like, everything is a problem. Everything is a problem. And uh, nothing is your fault. And everything could be blamed on some type of privilege. I can't even believe this whole... Uh, I think you were the one who introduced me to the Latin Latin X oh, yeah. thing, which has actually... Now being like used more and more often. Is it? I thought that shit would die right there and then. I wish. I wish it did. But but, again, this interse- intersectionality bullshit. It's Latinx is gender inclusive. Yeah, and it's like they literally have anybody in the world. They fit in some diagram of a fucking like. If you're the lighter. Of, so let's say you're Cuban some and you're marginalized shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're the lighter. You're you're a you're a Cuban Latin X, but since you're whiter, you have white privilege. And if you're, you know, like what what are you talking about? And then if you're darker and handicapped, you're in the bottom of the totem pole, so you don't have privilege. Like what are you talking? So, like stop. So, so what? Let let let's try to let's try to do a quick equation right now. What is the most unprivileged fucking in, intersectional? Like what's the what's the most unprivileged intersection? It, it, so it, it what it'd be like a, a handicapped like, and, and then it's like what's worse like a Mexican immigrant or like a black person like 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 you know what I'm saying with yeah when it, well they would definitely have to probably oh, but, be oh no the they'd darkest. have to be they'd have to be a black immigrant then they're both oh yeah a black immigrant handicapped woman and they'd have to be a woman and they'd have to be overweight they'd have to be ugly yeah. So you'd have to be, and po- quite possibly you used to be a man. Yeah, and it, <laughs> <laughs> holy shit, the fucking rabbit hole deepens. And then, and then, so so you have you have this person <laughs> and this hypothetical person. So this 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 black immigrant woman that used to uh, this black immigrant transgender woman who's fat, who's fat and ugly. Yeah. And, oh, and she doesn't know English because that's also a privilege, yeah, knowing yeah. English. And she doesn't know how to read. She doesn't know how to read, yeah. Who's all of this, right? Yeah. She's all of this. And, and, then, and then miraculously, she's a Trump supporter. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> God damn. MAGA. MAGA, baby. <laughs> at that point, she loses everything. Right. Yeah, that's, oh, not, that's not good for her. <laughs> like, because they're, they're, they'll fucking shun her away. And then she'll have nothing. You would just fucking see her somewhere and fucking oh I my have God. nothing. But, but, but it'll sound more like. 
<laughs> because obviously she'll probably be deaf and also a mute. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, they'll have everything. So for, for anything that you could think of, these colleges, they'll fucking have everything for when it comes to privilege. From every race to color, creed, everybody belongs somewhere in the spectrum. So that's that's fucked up. Obviously, with the the top person being a white, you know, a white straight male. Yeah, a white straight male, or what do they call them, cis? Uh, yeah, cisgender male. Yes. So that Lord. that's ridiculous. At the end of the day, I feel like you know whatever you want, you could go get it. I don't look. You know, I'm not white. I'm not a white male. But shit, I'll be damned if someone tells me I can't get whatever he can. You know. Yeah. So and and so I'm gonna go get it, and and when you have these shadowy figures and these shadowy, you know, boogeymen that get in the way and this system is against you, of course you'll be able to just be like, oh fuck, I failed. It's that damn privilege again. Fuck. And I even retweeted this thing that Bill Burr had. I don't know if uh, this like um, I think Bill Burr has a podcast and he's talking about like the whole white privilege thing. I don't know if you if if you saw it. No. That shit is fucking hilarious. Cause like he's like people he's like he's like people just think that white people just sail around the world. And he's like we're just out there in our yachts, all three hundred million of us. You know we're not rotting somewhere in a cubicle watching our dreams slip past. Oh yeah, I yeah. have heard that before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny because yeah, like people act like if just white people are just all just rich, like they don't do anything. You know, they just lay there, like, because he's even talking, like, yeah, you know, people ask me what I was doing. I was just laying there for, like, 10 years, and then I got gigs because I'm white, you know. So, yeah, you know, either that or I was in my yacht just sailing the world. And it's like, it's like, really, do you think that, like, people just have, like, this privilege that that they're always just going to be able to live with and just not do anything? I have have a theory. I really do believe that that's... Like, just jealous. Like, like the enemy, like coexisting in this country, like perpetuating that to to black and brown people. That hey, the only reason they have that is because they're privileged. So that's what you should complain about, as opposed to, hey, get an education, don't have kids early. If you can, if you can, don't have kids out of wedlock. Like all this stuff that like. All the data shows that that sets our people back. Rather than rather than our people like focusing on that shit, you know what I'm saying? Hey, maybe not spend so much time at the club. Like maybe not pop Molly like every weekend. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. nobody said no. How come nobody's talking about that? Yeah, it's just oh no no white privilege, racism, white supremacy. Steve Bannon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think uh, you yeah. You were uh, having a debate with someone about how the narrative with with police shootings and stuff like that on Twitter, and um, and you know he's talking about this, this, and that, and all oh, it's fucked up, and this, this, and that. Yet, none of our posts have ever been like you know us just having like a shitload of weed. You know, it's oh look, look what I just came up with, or mm-hmm. like like a uh, fucking scissor and shit, a cup of fucking lean. Which was funny because the person you were debating, I just happened to like check us. Oh, let's see what he tweets about. Like, you know, and uh, that's the type of shit he had on his shit. Fucking lean and this and that and that. And I'm not saying like, you know, you're automatically because I'd be a hypocrite 
Because, shit, half the fucking rappers I've listened to growing up or, like, shit, some of the people that, that you watch on TV, they do all types of drugs and this is, and that. What I'm saying, though, is this. You put these things in your life and really they're of no benefit for you besides maybe just getting you in trouble or fucking you up in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. You're driving. You got a cup of fucking lean. The cops stop you. You don't have the fucking resources to be able to make that shit go away. So, I mean, that's already null and void. Like what? What your argument right. is, which is like, and and now if 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 you already believe that all the cops are wrong and 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 everything that they do is unjust, now you might try to resist arrest, and now they might fuck you up, and now yep. you think, oh, police brutality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's an ongoing cycle, which is crazy because that brings me to a, a, something very interesting that I read. Recently, do you know between now and 2006, the whole year of 2016 and this point in 2017, the FBI reported that there have been 57,000 law enforcement officer assaults? Oh, yeah. 57,000 law enforcement assaults. Yeah, I actually went over that information last week. That's that's the that's the narrative that's the that's the narrative that the media and these politicians have created that the police are wrong and what they're doing is unjust so now motherfuckers think they the motherfuckers got a chip on their shoulder and now they think oh yeah man fuck the police i could do whatever i want like they're wrong i'm going to get paid yeah. you know what i'm saying and then and then that's what happens yeah. that's crazy yeah. 57,000 <laughs> assaults yeah and see, the thing is, people always like to paint everything with a broad, you know, stroke. Now, let's look at this. Anywhere that you see, uh, a, you know, like, let's say Walmart or Target or Home Depot or fucking any government job or anywhere where anyone is working. When you've been there, are a hundred, a hundred out of a hundred uh, employees, I'm sure you've dealt with a couple shitbags. Yeah. Just like I've dealt with shitbag officers before, like motherfuckers who are just disrespectful and this, this, and that. That doesn't mean that that everybody now. So so, you have a bad. As a matter of fact, I think you you told me one time, uh, like this dude was on some bullshit with you. You you called the cops. Hey man, this motherfucker like. He hit my car, and I'm like after him because like yeah, and 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 then the the bitch on the phone, uh, or no you, I think you went to the actual police station, right, or something like that. Yeah, and like, she was it, like a bitch. Yeah, okay. So what? <laughs> this is actually a crazy ass story. Actually, like I I like because of the police inaction, like I ended up committing crimes because. So I'm on I'm on what? Yeah, it's crazy. I, I'm on Western. I'm I'm heading southbound. No, northbound. I'm sorry. I'm heading northbound. And this guy rear-ends me. Mm-hmm. It's a dude in a car, a little like red fucking Honda. He hits he hits the back of my car. Uh and he's in there with some other dude and, and some chick. And so this bitch is laughing. And I call her a bitch because that's what she was. Like she was like egging the whole thing out. Like, yeah. ah, this is fun. Oh like, yeah. So he he gets hit. I'm not even upset at this point. I'm like, well, you know, whatever. I'm gonna pull over. Let's 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 situate this. So I'm pulling over like a fucking civilized citizen. Yeah. And this motherfucker takes off. Yeah. He fucking do- darts off. 
stupid. So where I'm from, like I don't play that shit. Like I, I'm not with that shit. So I go after him. But, I ain't with <laughs> you. Ain't with the shits. And so while I'm going after him, while I'm going after him, I I, I call the police. I'm like, listen, this guy just hit me. Yeah. I'm I'm pursuing him. I'm he, This is his license no. plate. This this and that. So the 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 nine one one dispatcher, she's like, "Oh, don't follow him! Don't follow him! Don't follow him!" I'm like, oh, "Okay, okay, okay," but I'm I'm still following him because I like I already know that Jan, you're not. There's nothing you could do if I stop following him. He's yeah. gonna get away. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not okay with that. I'm yeah. just not okay with that. Yeah. So I'm gonna keep following him, and I'm like, "No, now we're here. Now we're here." And she's like, "Stop following! Him, stop following!" Him. So I just hang up because I'm like. I had to take the law into my own hands, man. Yeah, <laughs> and, I'm Batman. <laughs> and, and so, and so we we we're from we're from we uh, where I got hit, and I would say maybe about a mile and a half away, two miles away, in a totally different neighborhood. Yeah. So now at this point, the neighborhood is, is drastically different. It's yeah. it's a he, the the guy that hit me was Hispanic. It's a predominantly Hispanic neighborhood. And and gangbanger riddled. Yeah. So I'm I'm in the mix now. I'm like, yeah. man, I'm 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 in it. But I still don't give a fuck. You are now in the mix. I, because this dude hit me. So I'm I'm at very least, you know, trying to see where he goes, where he parks. Yeah. You know, maybe I'll deal with it later. It's whatever. So I guess dude finally realizes that he's not gonna lose me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the driving skills are just too great. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, fuck it, I'm not gonna lose this dude. So he gets out, and I guess at a point he realizes that like he's kind of doing all this for nothing because he didn't even hit me that bad. Honestly, yeah. after he hit me, and I actually looked at the damage, like it, I, I was able to wipe it off. Yeah. But at the time, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. know that, and still, that's not how you go about it. You can't because, just run away. Because yeah. I'm the type of person. Because I've been I've been rear-ended before, and there was no damage, and I'm like, oh, I'm all good. You're good. You good? I'm yeah. good. Yeah. All right, we're gone. Like that. That's it. I. I'm not I'm not a, a sue happy motherfucker. Like I, I don't I'm not like that, you know. Oh insurance and I'm gonna get some money out of this, my back is broke. I'm not like that. Yeah. So I obviously he didn't know that, but still the right thing to do was pull over. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we're in this whole different neighborhood. I guess he realizes that this whole thing is kind of stupid and it's for nothing. <laughs> so he's like, Oh fuck. So so this this is this is where I lost it. Like yeah. when when we when we when I finally stopped the car, because he had stopped and he got out, he was out of his car, yeah. like walking up. We were like around the corner from like where his car was parked. Yeah. And and then it was it was him and I and there was a bunch of people out. Like I don't know if people were getting out of school or whatever, but it, like the, the there were a lot of people out. Yeah. Many witnesses, if you will. <laughs> So dude was like, he he approached me very arrogant. Yeah. He was like, "What dog? What dog? Like 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 what what is this all about? Like like leave me alone." Where's the dog at? And, and so <laughs> and so I'm already I'm already fuming. And then he said, "I'm like, well, you fucking hit my car." And then he said, "I didn't hit you. I didn't hit you." And he's like, "Where where?" Because I guess because he sees no no visible damage, yeah. that means that the, the he never hit me. Yeah yeah yeah. That was it. I stole off of him. And then I grabbed him by the shirt and I kept, boom. I'm, I was molly whopping his ass. I was like, bam, 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 right dead in the face. Yeah. Dude, that shit felt so good. <laughs> that felt so good. I, Violence is never good, ladies and gentlemen. And I was, I was like, boom, <laughs> boom. The answer. And so like, and so he's trying to get away. And like, I'm hitting him. I'm hitting this dude so hard. 
the, the only the, my my only regret of the whole situation is that you didn't is that kill I him. didn't land I didn't land like a clipping shot that knocked him out because yeah. like I was it was like I'm just hitting I'm hitting his nose and his eyes yeah like had I went for his chin I probably would have knocked him out so I'm just I'm just hitting him I'm hitting him so hard that like he's scared to even like hit back he doesn't even swing back <laughs> or nothing his arms are like flailing but he's not Help. like he's not swinging Help. dude. <laughs> This motherfucker, like, has, like I, I, I eventually lose my grip, yeah. and he runs away. He doesn't even like get in a fighting stance. He just runs away, yeah, yeah. and as he's running away, he's holding his face and he flips me off. <laughs> okay, that. Oh damn, you countered. <laughs> like, oh, like, I, I just beat the fuck out of you, and you flip me. I'm like, that's okay. so stupid. Yeah. And so anyway, anyway, I'm like, damn, I need to get the fuck out of here because I don't know if he's going to run and get a gun. I don't know if he's going to run and get his homeboys. Like, I, I'm not in my neighborhood. I need yeah. to get out of here. So I'm like, oh, shit, I dropped my phone. So I pick up the iPhone. Yeah. I get in my car and I drive away. Well, it turns out yeah. that that wasn't my phone. <laughs> it was his phone. Like, he dropped it. Stupid so fuck. now I came up on a motherfucking iPhone because I still got my shit in my pocket. Yep. And and then I ended up I ended up uh uh, uh like clearing it yeah like yeah. a little little hacking yeah, like I ended yeah. up clearing the phone and selling it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. So so any anyway. All this because it was a shitbag person that didn't want to do their job. Right. And, and so and so I ended up going I ended up going to to the police station, and I exp and I I explained the situation. I'm like, listen. The only reason I'm here, and I explained to the officer, like I'm being very honest. The only reason I'm here is because this guy may or may not have my license plate information. And I don't want him turning around and saying that I beat his ass for no reason. Because he could go and file a police report and be like, oh yeah, this guy, he just got out of his car and he assaulted me. This is yeah. this is this is his his uh his uh license plate number yeah yeah so i and i even told the officer i'm here to be transparent to let you know this is what happened yeah i beat dude up i did i hit him she's like oh my god like just losing her mind like yeah. calm down bitch like yeah. i'm telling you yeah listen if i felt like i was in the wrong would i be here right now and yeah. i even told her that if i yeah. felt like i was in the wrong would i be here right now i'm only telling you this yeah, yeah. to because to, i want to <laughs> report this this is what happened, and I want to be transparent. So if and when this guy were to come and do a police report, say, hey, this guy in this particular car yeah. just got out and started beating my ass, I have something to cover me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To yeah. show that, well, I did beat his ass, but not, not for no reason. This is why this happened. Yeah. Just ignorant. Just ignorant. So like you said. Real disrespectful. Real belligerent. And just no... no no understanding of the context of yeah. the situation. Because a good employee would be like, "Oh wow, oh, so so you're saying that he hit your car, he left, and then and then when you approached him, he started getting aggressive, and you, okay, well let's put this in a report real quick." Exactly, and I would and I would have made if I was off, I would have make a joke out of it. I was like, I was like, did, I would have been like, "Did you fuck him up?" Like, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I would have. Listen, I know, like, use discretion. I know if you're here. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're clearly not threatening. You're polite. You're you have manners. Yeah. Obviously, like you, you're here because you're 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 concerned that like he might say something. I get it. So let's let's leave the worry. Let's yeah. do the quick little report, and then that's it. Yep. Like like oh you shouldn't have done that. Like bitch, what? Like why? Like yeah. I, I, and, and I I regretted yeah. even going in there. I regretted yeah. like. 
actually like re- like relying on the police. You know what I'm saying? But and, see and- that, and that, and that's my whole point. Just because you have that experience with her doesn't mean fuck every police no, officer. No, exactly, exactly. Because in all honesty, if the same situation were to happen again, I would do nothing different. I would go and I would just hope I get a different kind of officer this time. Yeah. But exactly. I because I would still want to protect myself in case they come and say, hey, this guy just beat my ass for no reason. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you have to you have to realize that yeah. not everybody is the same. Not every fucking Mexican makes, you know, tacos. Not every, you know, black person uh fucking, you know, I don't know what what stereotype fucking they'll have. Not every, not not every black person is is from the from the ghetto. Not every, you know, Asian drive. Well, actually, maybe yeah, Asian drivers are pretty bad. <laughs> All of them are. <laughs> no, but not every Asian is gonna be a bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you can't just be like, you can't just treat people with a, you know, like I said, like just generalizing people. How yeah. about you treat them as an individual and go from there? And say, hey, man. You're not such a bad driver for an Asian. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you treat people, you know, as individuals. And and that's the thing. That's the thing with, with uh, that whole situation is like, you can't, every every time there's a police, you can't and, just think that it, it's the cop's fault. And and sort of reverting back to something that you said about the, the guy that I was going back and forth with on Twitter. And like when you looked up his profile, he was mm-hmm. like sipping lean and and had weed and all that stuff. Listen, teach their own. Yeah. Like everybody, everybody lives their own life. But it is important to know your role and shut your mouth, like The Rock used to say. Yeah. Like, listen, if that's the life you live, that's fine. But then you probably shouldn't be talking about things you don't know about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, for instance, I would never attempt to get into a debate about country music. Because I don't know enough about country music. I know there's a few select songs out there that I like, but for the most part, I don't. I got a friend at work, like he 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 was telling yeah, me about yeah. some country singer, and I, I got to look it up. But it's like one of those things where like I'm oblivious to it. I know my role and I shut my mouth. Yeah. If he says it, if he says something about it, I'm not gonna be like, oh no, that guy sucks. No, I don't know about it. So yeah. you you have to before you speak on something. You have to know. I would never get into a debate about baseball. I don't watch baseball. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know who's gonna win the World Series right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I don't. So I'm, I just I'm know. Out. Yeah, I'm out the of Dodgers are the favorites, but like if you were to start telling me, oh well, who has a better batter? I'm like, I have no fucking idea. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's what I'm saying. So when people talk about things, then you need to have your facts in line, or otherwise, just sit and observe the people that do have their facts in line. And then you can start to make comments because okay, you, you're you're gathering info. Yeah, you know what I'm exactly. saying. Exactly. So that's uh that that's just uh I think so, uh, a general rule that sort of applies to everything when you're when you're talking about things that that you may not be a hundred percent on or even close to a hundred percent on because obviously none of us are a hundred percent, but at yeah, least be close. At least be close. Uh, so yeah, finalizing the episode. Um, the NBA season on a has lighter started. note. Jesus Christ! The NBA season has started. Yeah. Steph Curry ejected from a game, fifty thousand dollar fine for throwing. Uh, oh, stupid! What the fine or what no, he did? No, what he did. How yeah, do you throw was, a mouthpiece at a referee? Yeah, dude, like that was like some classless ass shit. Like where? And then and then what's funny about that situation? Yeah. 
is it was so soft on his part. You already know that I don't I don't really fuck with. It wasn't even like I don't, a foul. I don't, I don't really fuck with Golden State already, but yeah. like so, just even more so because to me that that situation to me was like the perfect embodiment of how I've always viewed Golden State. Just like sort of like the soft, like whiny, just soft whiny ass motherfuckers. Yeah. And, and and that's exactly what Steph Curry displayed because first off, dude, you made the shot. You made the shot. The ref didn't call a foul, baby. This we're playing ball, baby. Let yeah. them boys play. Yeah. Yeah. Let them boy. That's probably what the ref was saying in his mind. Like I'm, I'm not gonna whistle this. Let yeah. them boys play. And Steph <laughs> got mad. Like, dude, and it wasn't even like he knocked you down or he hit you in the face. It was your arm. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Come on, just dude. Con- just continue. Uh, and, you know, obviously, if he fouled you, I would probably looked at the ref like, and that's it. I'm out. I'm not going to throw no but fucking mouthpiece. But not even that kind of foul. Like, if it was yeah. if it was a rough foul, I could see that. Yeah. But he tapped your arm a little bit. Come on, but, dude. But get, just given the because they were losing, like, by a lot. Okay. So that's why I'm like, come on. Like, okay. I need any point. But, but to throw a mouthpiece, like, nah, get out of here. Get out of here. Go sit your ass down. That's what you got to eject. And then KD went to go, uh, or Kevin Durant went to go fucking uh, curse him out. And then he got ejected too. You know that, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he cursed. He was cursing out the referee. And then he got ejected too. So it's like, come on. That's but, goofy. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Oh, that injury from... Uh, oh, Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. That's that was rough. nasty. That was horrible. You know what's crazy though? What? Uh, speaking of Boston, you could see... What kind of crazy ass impression LeBron James has made on the psyche of Kyrie Irving? Did you see that video of when the fan when the, when they were coming out of the locker room? Yeah. Uh, Boston was coming out of the locker room, and that fan said, "Hey, Kyrie, where's LeBron?" And he told the fan, "Suck my dick." Yeah. What kind of an impression does somebody have to have on one psyche to just hear somebody say, "Hey, Kyrie"? Where's LeBron? And it weren't that type of response. Yeah. Like fans do that. They're yeah. at the game. They're having fun. That could have been. I that could have been an. That. that could have been an opposing fan. I peeped that. I peeped that though. I peeped it from. Uh, from a while back when he was with the Cavs, where like uh, people were asking him, "Oh, what do you think, LeBron?" And it's like he had a problem with like LeBron being kind of like the head honcho. With the Cavs. But and, dude, uh, you're not that. Yeah, yeah, you're not that. And and uh and, and and then you started seeing that when he wanted to leave, it was like yeah, like he don't he don't run my shit. I run my shit. He don't run my shit. I run my shit. That was that was the whole vibe and, from and, Kyrie. And, and I get it, cause maybe in that situation you feel like you're trapped. You don't want to be around, dude. Yeah. But you're gone. You're in a different city, a different team, and he still has that much pull on your psyche where like you just hear a fan and the fan didn't even say the fan didn't even say anything malicious he didn't yeah. even say hey, uh, philly philly is known for trolling though but like that that's not even like a good attempt at trolling where's lebron like oh i don't know <laughs> yeah i'm I gonna know. leave now i don't know you tell me like yeah but it's just like Fuck my dick. Yeah. <laughs> like what <laughs> Yeah, to me it was like so unwarranted. Yeah. I just uh, unless that that fucking because like I I know Kyrie has that whole thing against uh, LeBron like the uh, like oh uh, has PTSD. Yeah, the LeBron PTSD. So maybe that that fan knew and he knew that he was gonna get that response. That's why he did it because he's like, "Where's LeBron? 
and then and then you just see Curry say, "Suck my dick." And like as soon as he said that, I was like, "Oh, this what dude. an idiot!" Yeah, this dude, this dude really like I don't know. He just really has a problem with the whole LeBron thing. It is what it is. We'll see. We'll see how his team does. Well, apparently he's not going to be very good without uh Gordon Hayward because he was a very good player. Well, now he, now oh. he now 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 uh, Kyrie has the chance to be the man that he wanted to be. Yeah. Did you Run see the, the Thunder? Have you seen the Thunder play? No, I haven't seen them play. Dude, dy- they they remind me of uh of uh the Heat, how dynamic they are. I didn't think th- I I thought the mellow thing was uh was a little bit um overrated, I guess. I I I want to say no. Like he fits perfect cuz like Paul George and uh obviously Paul George and um Russell Westbrook, they're the athletic ones, but like, since they're so athletic and they drive in, a lot of those like uh, open threes that he just gives, Mello. gives Melo and Melo just makes them, you know. So that that's gonna be real that, interesting. That'd be that'd be a, a, an awesome revenge for Westbrook again, like to for for the OKC to to get down on on uh, on Golden State in yeah. the playoffs. Yeah, that'd be glorious for him, dude. That would be and man, they're dynamic enough, so. I mean, obviously, barring no major injury, they'll they'll give him a, a good try. And it's looking like Draymond's having knee problems mm-hmm. at one of his knees. Uh, he uh, uh, they're gonna see what's wrong with it or whatever. Didn't Rose get hurt already? He twisted his ankle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like a season no. ender, but still, it's like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, this guy again. But yeah, that that one was wasn't like uh, he actually literally. I saw the video. He twisted it. It, it was it wasn't like a super bad twist, but. Just to be precautionary, I think I guess he's not gonna play for the next two games, and then that Timberwolves Thunder game was the shit. I didn't see it. That shit went to like the uh, so so. Uh, Russell Westbrook drives in, gives it to Melo. Melo shoots the three for the game winner. Uh, it's like five seconds left. Wiggins runs it all the way, shoots the three, for the game winner. Damn. Yeah. So they fucking won it. So the 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 fucking Timberwolves man, they're looking good. They're young. They're good, and then they have a uh, fucking co- veteran, and, and they got good coaching. Yeah, good coaching and a Man, veteran in Butler. The Bucks look crazy. Yeah, they look good too. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited about this NBA season. Yeah, it's a combo. Hell yeah, the fucking Rockets beat the Golden State Warriors. Man, Golden State Warriors are one and two right now. I mean, it's the beginning of the season, but still, I love it. I like it though. Hell yeah, I like it. So it's, it's looking like it's gonna be a little bit harder. I like it. So we shall see. Yeah. So. That's our episode for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Remember, if we talk about anything on the podcast that you feel somebody else would be interested in, you think they would be, uh, they would like to to hear about it, share the episode with them. Email it to them. Text it to them. Send them the link. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Google Play. We're on Apple. We're out there. You could visit us at audioapesmusic.com you could visit us at hangingwithapes.com you could follow us on twitter at audioapes you could follow us on twitter at hangingwithapes thank you so much for your support the show is growing we have a lot of stuff coming out if you go to the website you'll be prompted to sign up for our newsletter don't forget to do that we appreciate the support we appreciate any feedback you're willing to give peace peace